Welcome to the Moms Making Six Figures podcast. My name is Heidi Bartolotta. I'm your host. In this podcast, you will hear real women, real stories, and real inspiration. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. Mom's Making Six Figures. Today, I get to interview my new friend, Christina, and I think you are going to absolutely love this podcast. She is very raw and very real about business and motherhood and the struggle in growing personally through that. I'm super excited to share this interview with you, so I hope you enjoy. Christina, thank you for being here today. Thank I you for really having appreciate me. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, my it's pleasure. gonna be fun. Yes. So <laughs> I would really appreciate it if you would start out with just a little of your journey in business. Maybe even start with, you know, being on TV. You're <laughs> yeah. So a I mean, that. Yeah, no, it's uh it's been quite the journey for sure. Um probably the Probably the biggest thing has been that, I mean, this kind of thing really doesn't bug me. I know people that like, there's cameras looking at me. Um, But I've been, uh, I've been doing this since I was 13 years old. So I'm, um, I'm fairly comfortable. Um, But yeah, I was a TV host back in Phoenix and um, did a little bit of modeling and acting as well. Super fun. Um, But ended up moving to Boise about 10 years ago and just like completely radicalizing like what I was doing and stuff and doing something completely different. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And you're a powerhouse literally in real estate. So (laughs) I don't know. I always feel like there's so many people that like are doing better than me, you know, and that's kind of like, that's that, you know, like comparison is a thief of joy type thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I only hit six figures just last year. And so that was like a huge accomplishment for me. In fact, when Jen was like, hey, can we like, can we have you like come on to this? I was like, but I don't even make six figures. Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait, I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's a big accomplishment. And especially because you completely started over in a like a totally different career Mm -hmm. in a totally different city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, so we moved to Mountain Home about four years ago, um, and I was realizing this. I was at a conference this past week, and um, I was realizing this yesterday. Like, we started over in Mountain Home because I had started over in Boise, Mm -hmm. but then I started over in Mountain Home. Mm -hmm. I knew nobody. All I had was a sash. And that's how people were like, oh, hey, what do you do? And why do you have a sash? And then I started talking to people that way. Right. (laughs) It's a great marketing ploy. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. So, yeah. But that journey, I'm guessing that given everything else that you had done in your life, it allowed you to see that you could do something else. Clearly, you trusted yourself multiple times and starting over. So maybe talk about that a little bit? Because I do think, you know, especially with COVID having hit us all in Mm -hmm. some way, there's a lot of people that have had to start over in something maybe very different or in a different location than they were before, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So how was that for you? So, I mean, 
when we talk about like starting in real estate, my mom had actually told me in 2014, you should get your real estate license because you would be great at this. And I was like, uh, you know, I was still feeling some effects from a past abusive relationship. So I was like, no, I really don't want to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's going to require me to do that. And two, like, you know, I, I, I was remarried at the time and I, we were, you know, we were and still are a two income household. And so I'm like, you know, this is like not going to be a steady income. It's going to be like, oh, do we have a closing this month or are we going to starve basically, you know? Um, And so I was like totally not interested. Um, But finally in 2017, I was like, you know what? I am tired of trading my limited time for a limited paycheck. Mm -hmm. I am tired. I am done with that. And so I told my husband, I, I was like, I, I want to go into real estate and, and I'll be honest in 2018 and 2019, and he'll probably kill me for like even saying this, but, um, but he was like, uh, babe, you're not making any money. Like you need to like probably get a job. And I was like, I have a job. (laughs) And he's like, no, like a real job. And I was like, this is a real job. (laughs) Um, So I think, one, it took him kind of saying that because I'm the kind of person, if you tell me that I can't do something. Get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to show you. (laughs) Exactly. And so the other thing, too, was that... um, that he kind of just was like, look, if you're not making money in twenty by 2020, like a year from now, if you're not making money, like you're going to promise me that you're just going to look into something else. Like, I don't care what it is. He goes, um, you're going to look into something else. And I was like, that's not going to happen. So, okay, you know, bet, you know, like it's going to happen. So, um, so it just, I don't know. I just, I think something just clicked. I started investing in myself, investing in coaching, investing in like networking, um, investing in like different types of trainings and that sort of thing so that I could kind of like just become a better person Mm -hmm. and become a better salesperson and be able to better serve my clients. Mm -hmm. Grow. It's uncomfortable to grow. It's challenging to grow. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and so when you grow, this is one of the things that I've experienced the most and again, kind of reinforced in the conference that we went to. And especially because we're women and we're very relational, you Mm -hmm. know, but kind of like that whole comparison is, you know, the the thief of joy type thing. Um, you know, I, I ended up losing a lot of friendships when I started to grow. Mm-hmm. And I started to outgrow friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. And, man, that hurt. Yeah. But I was like, do I want this or not? And it was like, yeah, let's go. You know, uh, they'll catch up eventually. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a challenging one. I think it's a really... It's a really interesting topic because um, anytime you change or grow, it makes the people around you uncomfortable. Right. And they have to decide how they're going to address that. Exactly. And nobody likes change, right? It's one of those things that we all know that it's the consistent, but when you're dealing with it, there's a lot of emotion that comes up. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that there's quite a few of them that are jealous of where you are now mm-hmm. and they're having to look at it and say, am I willing to go through the things to make myself better? And it's hard to say no. It's hard to, I think that it's such an interesting conversation because so many women that I've interviewed um, will talk about this mm-hmm. because when you excel at something, it's challenging to the people around you. And I will tell you, I've never, I don't think I've ever said this on camera, but, um, 
But in my entrepreneurial journey, I had the same issue. And there were a couple of women that not only did they not want to engage with me, they started bashing me. Oh, wow. And it was it was probably one of the most difficult things to handle because I one of them in particular I thought was a very good friend of mine. Yep. That's exactly, I mean, and that kind of thing hurts. Yeah. And then when you're on this journey, because, you know, you can't stop. Like, you Mm -hmm. just have to continue going. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, it's not about people liking you. It's about how you're going to serve your clients, how Mm -hmm. you're going to serve other women, how you're going to provide for your family and that sort of thing. And so, yeah, they take up a little bit of mental real estate for free. They're just living there rent-free, you know, and you're like, man— And things will, you know, will hit you a certain way. Mm -hmm. And you can't, especially us women, again, we're so relational. We're very emotional. You know, sometimes we um, make decisions that are very (laughs) impulsive because that's the way I was feeling. Ask me me why I got my billboard. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, exactly that. I, I feel like, you know, we just let those things kind of bother us and we don't realize that there's, you know, for every one woman that hates us, mm-hmm. they really don't hate us. They 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 yeah. hate what they see in us that they are lacking in them. Yeah. And we can't take things personal. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the four agreements, if you've read that book, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we can't take it personal because that's their experience. Yeah. And so that's what they their see. Journey. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah, I just... It's like, okay, whatever. For every one person that hates and bashes on us, there's like literally like tens or dozens or hundreds of women that are looking at us going, man, I want to be like her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the quotes that I love is um, someone that's doing more than you will never be the one that is, you know, saying negative things to you. They're generally the one that are like, go, like, do this. Yeah. <laughs> right? They're leading you. Yeah. Right. So exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. Like, like, I mean, if you have competition, root for your competition. Amen. And yeah. you're, because your real competition is you, you know, 10 hours ago, mm-hmm. 10 days ago, 10 months ago, 10 years ago. That's your real competition. And if you like, if you use that as your benchmark, man, I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to go and like, be like, well, this other realtor, like, no, just stop. Yeah. And realize that where you're at took guts and took lots of strength and you're where you're at because that's where you're meant to be. That's where every single choice, every single decision has led you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's shift gears a tiny bit and talk yeah. about what what has motherhood in that journey been like for you? Because you, <laughs> you and I both have teenage girls. Oh, dear. <laughs> I love my girls. They are seriously some of the most fun people I know. Um, I'm so glad that they are growing up to be critical thinkers and not just go with, like, what's on TikTok and what's on, mm-hmm. you know, all these other social media platforms. But they'll look at something and they'll go, hmm, okay, and they'll, like, pick it apart. I'm like, man, I'm so proud of you for doing that. Um, uh, But it's challenging because they are, I mean, you have girls, too. And mine are also critical thinkers. So it is, you want them to be strong and smart and powerful women. And then when you're the mother of that, woo. (laughs) Yeah. And we're, and right now we're operating between this fine line where it's like, I'm still your mother, but I would like to become your friend. Mm -hmm. And my 17 year old recently was like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
you're acting like my friend right now. And that makes me kind of uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) That was savage. Um, Yes, I'm trying to be your friend. And she's like, but you're my mom. And I'm like, dang it. I don't like this. Um, It's a fine line. It really is. Um, But I got to tell you, it's my daughter, Jade. She's she's my 16-year-old, and she's very outspoken. She's crazy. But I love her because it's my kind of (laughs) crazy. But uh, recently, you know, she was talking to her dad and was like, oh, mom got a new car. And, And dad was like, oh good for her. And then, you know, my daughter was like, she told me this, she goes, I really wanted to tell him what kind it was. And I said, don't, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not even like, you know, it's not even important. And she goes, mom, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And just like realizing that my kids have seen the struggle and like, they have seen how hard I work. Cause I'll get some of the moms that, you know, some of the moms that are like, well, you don't spend any time with your kids. Right. You're not at that game. You're missing all the milestones. Mm-hmm. And for what? And I'm like, they're seeing me work hard mm-hmm. for my dreams. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I want them to do. <sighs> hmm. That's something I want them to do when they're older. Mm-hmm. And when they're young women and adults, I don't want the world to clip their wings. I want them to be able to do whatever the hell they want in their life to pursue their dreams. <laughs> you said that perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so six figures for you was emotional then. Yeah. Well, yeah. at first, again, it blindsided me. Really? Yeah. Did I just, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like a nice pat on the back though, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I like, mean, now. Now my husband's talking about starting his own business, and I'm like, oh, we're we're here, <laughs> okay? Because he's always been like, well, he's always been a government employee, uh-huh. and for to him, like to him, business is like a huge gamble. Like we're not talking Vegas bets. Like we're talking like you could either sink or swim, mm-hmm. and if you sink, we're living in a trailer. <laughs> um. And so to hear him talk about that and to hear him talk about, like, you know, this might be something that I would want to do and starting to look at things, maybe even buying real estate, you know, that's exciting to me because now I feel like he trusts that he can dream a little bit more. Yeah, he made him believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really powerful. For sure. Like, I I showed him. (laughs) No, not not like that at all. Just put a woman to a challenge and just see where it goes, right? (laughs) You know, that's what what the speaker at our conference this week said. He was like, you know, there's a lot of women in this room, you know, a lot of uh, women real estate agents. And and he goes, but that's because if you give a woman a task to do, she'll do it, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she'll recruit all of her friends to help her with it and it'll get done. And it'll get done better than, you know, and he said it better than any man could do it. And I was like, well, you're not wrong. (laughs) So, yeah. So speaking of the speaker, Uh is there a book? You obviously, The Four Agreements is one. But is there another book or podcast that you would recommend that you recommend to others? So I think the one that revolutionized, like, my entire business was The Go-Giver. Mm. that one was just, I mean, and it wasn't just about like giving value and being authentic and all those things, but the final, the final gift or the final lesson was receiving. And boy, I'm great at giving, but I'm horrible at receiving. Mm -hmm. Like, 
oh, yeah, thank you, but you didn't have to think about me, you know, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. it's, it's awful because we feel like, at least I do, like I don't deserve mm-hmm. what is being given to me. And I'm like, oh, thank you, but you didn't have to, you know. And we just need to stop doing that as women. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that I didn't ask that you would want to share that you think would be impactful? You've given so much. I mean, this has been amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I am not, I don't know. I think, I think I'm just going to kind of hit home this whole idea of, you know, continuing to compare ourselves to other, to other women, to other business people, to other whatever. Like we are all on our own journey Mm -hmm. and, um, We just have to know that, one, not everybody's going to be for us, and not everything is going to be for us either. Two, we need to be absolutely relentless in the pursuit of what we want. And three, if you're not obsessed about what you're doing, this is from our conference, if you're not obsessed about what you're doing, you're not going to succeed. Being mildly interested in something, having a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like just stick to what you are trying to do in the moment. I'm not saying that you can't have those things later on, um, but like stick to that one thing. Be so obsessed about that one thing that you're working on and you'll just be so wildly successful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time today to do this. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So (laughs) thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Moms Making Six Figures podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. To learn more about Moms Making Six Figures, head over to momsmakingsixfigures.com. That's right, momsmakingsixfigures.com.